0: Heyo, welcome to our podcast from OK to KO, following our journey from an OK life to a knockout life.
1: Every Sunday after breakfast, we'll be sitting down and having a chat and publishing it as a podcast, and we hope you enjoy. Hey Kira.
0: Hey Holly.
1: How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good, how are you? I'm good. I'm wondering if this is a bad, bad for Sam, but anyway. Yeah, as, you, as always, a storming start to the episode. <laughs> <laughs> straight out of the blocks.
0: <laughs> that was a really poor start, actually.
1: <laughs> um, how are you doing?
0: I am um, pretty well. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. We just had a nice brunch. We didn't go for our walk yet, but we've got a nice afternoon planned. And I want to jump straight in with asking you how the digital detox is going.
1: What do you mean, how it's going?
0: Well, last week we had a strategy each.
1: Yeah, well, today is Sunday and I have spent a bit of time on my phone. You've been working, so not really very well, I would say.
0: I guess Um, I am just mentioning that, seeing as this is an accountability podcast, mm -hmm. to also check in about whether we're adhering to that or not.
1: No, that makes sense. It's very busy (laughs) right now. Like, you've you've got a launch coming up. I've got uh a webinar public webinar a public presentation and a big pitch as well as all the other things we're doing so it just feels like it's kind of crazy right now in terms of work yeah
0: definitely um i've not been very good at the plan i think the first night i was like great i'm just gonna read yeah uh i've now finished my book so i need to get another one yeah um But in general, no. I I said for myself in the evenings, it's going to be purely intentional watching things. I've definitely still been using my tech to unwind. Not in an intentional way. So I'm just going to be honest. I haven't done as well as I should. And the reason I want to flag this is because it's one of those things that I... I, It's not that easy because I think I'm pretty addicted, to be honest, to looking at a screen... But I feel like I need to be this because I feel like it's going to make a big difference to my
1: life. Yeah, fair. <laughs> no, so that's fair. But what I would say is, like, the effect of last weekend's digital detox is still, like, absolutely smashing it for me. Like, I feel like I got, gained loads more composure, loads more confidence throughout last week. And it kind of, like, built throughout the week.
0: I fully agree with that. And that's why I don't want to let it slip. Because mm. I think it is so powerful and it was so powerful having that weekend that if we even implemented it in a more regular way, in a Mm -hmm. smaller way, like think about the cumulative effects of that. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's not to like beat ourselves up about it. It's just like, yeah, still consciously trying to get better at that. And like you said today, there there just has been work that's been needed to be done, but that's fine because I think we've got a lot of time this afternoon to you know, not Chill be on the phones.
1: So where are we going this afternoon?
0: Belém.
1: Belém, yeah, amazing. So Belém, I've never been. We've been. To, I've been to Lisbon many times, and we've been a few times, haven't we? We've been to Centro. We've, we've been, been to twice Paskai. before, yeah. Yeah, uh, but Belém is about, well, it's about just over an hour's walk from Lisbon. I don't think we're going to walk, we? Take the train if it's if it's running. But it's very very famous. It's like the place where you go and get pastel de nata basically lisbon custard tarts so very excited about that but also excited just to because this is the thing with the phones like if i leave the phone in the flat and go out i don't miss it at all in fact i feel liberated but if it's in if i'm if it's with me then i'll check it and stuff like that
0: mm.
1: so i'm looking forward to going out and leaving it behind to be honest
0: yeah which will be nice it will
1: be nice but you've got a big launch tomorrow so um you've still got quite a lot of work to do Got a lot, but no, no, no. You, no the, everything's ready, but there's a few extra touches you could maybe do.
0: Yeah, there's a few extra things that's like, oh, I could do that. I should. It's not actually to the launch; it's more to um more about social, mm-hmm. um, kind of promoing it. Yeah, exactly. So, there's just a couple of things I'll I'll do today, either when we're out or when we get. Kind of cool though. It's gone well, I think. Yeah, it has gone well.
1: You want to go into yeah it? yeah
0: sure um so it's a free program that I'm running at the moment or well, will be on Monday, uh for beginner actors, and it's really been a fun experience so far. Actually, it was really fun making it. feels really positive and there's a lot of sign ups, yeah. which is really exciting. And it what's been really nice about it is I feel really engaged with like. Like, my contact list and, like, Instagram community, you get... You're, when you're doing things like this, you get a lot back because you see activity of sign-ups or people asking questions or whatever it is, and it you're having those conversations, mm-hmm. whereas mm-hmm. Other, sometimes it can feel a bit quiet. Yeah. So that feels really, really good. And honestly, I'm really excited to um see people's responses
1: mm-hmm.
0: to the programme.
1: Same, yeah.
0: That'll be really cool, so...
1: It's been good. Like, you got loads of sign like, more than we expected, I think. Yeah. Which shows that the network's really active and people are listening to you and excited when you put stuff out. I think it's good.
0: It feels really good. If I think back to creating a programme, like the first one I did, Yeah. this has been a completely different process.
1: <clears throat> Much easier?
0: Much easier. Mm. One, I know how to use the platforms I use. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and i know like how they just things you're not really aware of that you're getting better at like using the platform editing Mm -hmm. all of these different things like it was like hardly any takes for anything so minimal editing just much uh more comfortable and i guess your own style of delivering content and stuff and it just was a lot easier (laughs) it was a lot easier to make Which is cool, because then you see the growth. Definitely. Yeah.
1: For sure, yeah. No, it's great.
0: You must find that too.
1: What, how much, find what?
0: Making new things, that it just gets easier.
1: Yeah, but for me it's kind of really easy, because what we do is we deliver training to our group every Tuesday, and that's the new stuff. Mm. So I never have to really sit and create anything, because it's all delivered live.
0: But you do make videos,
1: Uh, Yeah, and actually I think to be fair some of the stuff, that's one of the things in my mind when I get like a second I'm going to try and cut down a lot of those like hour long live trainings into shorter bite sized 10-15 minute trainings for people to get because
0: Keep it succinct
1: I think people are time poor these days and they don't have an hour at a time to sit and watch a training weirdly, even though they would turn up to a training I think it's different when they feel like they're watching it back, you know
0: yeah, and I think that's something that we're both learning. Is at the beginning of uh, our journeys, I think there's probably more of a a feeling of like, oh, I've got to make it really definitely for me. I think you had this less. I've got to make it take be like big in time value, like mm. like not as in time value is a bit confusing. What I mean is, I've got to make it fill a lot of time. Mm-hmm. You know like there's loads and loads of content and stuff whereas now more of the feeling of like no you just want to get something that's going to help to make a change as quickly as possible
1: Definitely. or yeah.
0: not even like i'm not even like it has to be super super fast but if you can get it done and explain something simply and then make a change there's no need to really fluff it out just for the sake of filling time yeah i agree which i think is probably just feeling a bit more confident
1: definitely i completely agree there's honestly people, if you can teach someone something in two minutes instead of two hours, then two minutes is preferable, right? Yeah. The thing you, you lose in the two-minute thing is you don't have the context, and context is often the thing that makes it stick for people.
0: Yeah, and I, and I wouldn't say that before I was intentionally fluffing things out at all, um, but it was more... I think there's also been a learning on my part of, like, actually sometimes you just need one nugget and just to sit with that for a bit and let that resonate fully rather than being given loads and loads and loads of different pieces of information, mm-hmm. which also, like, it's just hard to process that much that quickly.
1: Of course it is, yeah.
0: So we're just learning a bit more about yeah, um what we're doing, and it's fun, and it's nice when you do things again, and it's easier. Definitely. So, yeah, anyway, that's the launch. I'm really excited about it, actually. It's been, like, a fully positive experience so far Yeah, and doing it for sure not stressful
1: no it's been good and you got yeah. it done you, you know created something really valuable very fast which is great mm-hmm. like and launched it which is amazing mm-hmm. so yeah I think you'll get quite a lot more signups in the week as well
0: yeah hopefully I'm going to have it up for two weeks the program mm. and purely because I really want to I want people to to do it <laughs> Mm-hmm. I feel like if you have something that's there for like, uh an amount of time, forever, mm-hmm. then there's always that yeah, part of yeah. you that's like, oh, I can do it later.
1: Definitely. So. Nice. So, what, have we got a topic today?
0: We do have a topic today.
1: Was it Lee gen?
0: Yeah. It was. Basically. Yeah. Go on then. No, you go. I've been talking late for lo for loads. I've been talking a lot.
1: Yeah, but it's good because I'm quite sleepy, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i think i am too to be
1: honest <laughs> no no um, so basically the idea i think is um that what we've come to realize is that this idea of when you want to lead funnel leads into your business we used to think what's the one route so we used to think let's get ads working and then it's ads
0: mm. and then
1: that's good mm-hmm. and then you stop and then you just wait for the ads but and i think honestly like probably like 18 months to a year ago that was probably okay but a lot has changed with Facebook ads recently and it's a bit chaotic. So now what you kind of need is ads as one route, but pressure from other areas as well, whether it's organic, whether it's your email, whether it's chat, whether it's, yeah, all of those things combined, groups mm-hmm. that really starts to um,
0: bring the impact.
1: Exactly. And that starts to really compound your results. And I think, Mm. so what with the dynamic we see now, both of us see this is like, how can we have one funnel, which takes everyone, everyone wants to get into our world, they go through the same funnel, but we want to find people to get into that world from loads of different sources.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we were talking about this the other day and I was saying to you that definitely before I used to see... so. By the way, we're assuming that anyone who's listening to this understands what's meant by
1: funnel.
0: Mm. So
1: maybe do you want to explain that? Yeah. Uh, well, but it doesn't. There's no like real definition for it. It's just like I'm just saying like it's just the way that you take a person from one stage of not knowing you to basically being a customer of yours, and there could be loads of different ways. Yeah. It could be through a free thing to a to a bigger thing to a bigger thing. It could be from a paid thing to another thing. It could be from into a Facebook group. It's customer journey, essentially.
0: So if you imagine an actual funnel, like a cooking funnel, or in a lab, you have a funnel. Essentially, you're directing the route Mm -hmm. so that everything there's only one exit and everything's going the same way. And that's kind of what we mean by funnel. It's it's not a physical one, but you're directing the journey so everyone's ending up in the same place. Um, funneling everyone through in the same way Um, I say that because initially I'm sure there was a time when I was like what's funnel? (laughs) what's everyone talking about? (laughs) Um, so yeah we were talking about this the other day and I was saying I think I used to see it more as um, the funnel was outside of the business and you do ads or social or whatever which is like this external thing with a view to getting a purchase at the end of the funnel um but that funnel was still quite like uh outside really? of it It was they weren't my cu- I only saw people as like my customers if the purchase was made mm-hmm. right Whereas now, kind of realising that actually the funnel is exactly what you said. Mm-hmm. It's about bringing people into the world and that's where the funnel starts. Mm-hmm. The, well, not, maybe that's the second stage of the funnel, but it's all about just get people into your social or your email list or have contact in the radar somehow. And then the funnel is actually internal of like, how do you move people through that process yeah. within that world? and. Maybe that's really obvious, but I feel like that penny just dropped this week.
1: Yeah, I think, I think actually the so the funnel the word "funnel is like quite an old school marketing word. Mm. and I think actually today's world is a bit misleading
0: right. because
1: it implies that people come in the top and go down in a linear fashion and then come outside out the, the end as a customer. but I don't think it works like that. I think it's more like instead of being like top of funnel, middle of funnel, bottom of funnel, it's more like. You're either, I think actually I'd use the word world instead of funnel. People are either in your world or they're not. Yeah. And as soon as someone's in your world, then you have an opportunity to nurture them into a customer. There's this great thing, um, I think it's Dean Jackson. He's basically a guy who's a great marketer, friend of Taki Moore, who uh, I learned from. And he's got this thing of like, you know, if you've got a 100 leads in your, in your world, every 100 leads, we call it... In, uh, launch what we call it a story of a hundred leads right, fifty of them will never buy from you ever. Doesn't matter. And so when I say a lead, I mean a target prospect who's perfect, perfect for you, uh, who's in your world right. Fifty percent of them will never buy from
0: mm-hmm.
1: you. Of the fifty percent that will buy, fifteen percent of that fifty percent, so eight of the total hundred, will buy from you within ninety in the first ninety days. They're called now buyers, mm-hmm. right? And the other forty-two people. They'll buy from you between ninety days and two years time. So they're called future buyers.
0: What was the first percentage of the now buyers? Uh,
1: that's eight, eight 8%, of eight percent. Eight percent of the okay, hundred, yeah. Yeah. So you've got. I a, thought you said
0: fifteen.
1: Yeah, fifteen percent of the fifty. That's the confusion bit. Forget the fifty. Forget the fifty. So, fifty percent never buy. Eight percent will buy now. Forty-two percent won't buy. Uh-huh. Uh, will buy in future. Okay. The point of this is. <laughs> There's a massive...
0: Did you get your percentages right? The
1: point of this is that the 42% Mm -hmm. is often neglected. And people think when people come into your world, if they don't buy straight away, then you've lost them. Yeah. But actually, that's where most of your revenue is going to come from. Right. That's where constantly feeding your socials, constantly nurturing your email list, constantly developing your Facebook group, constantly doing Instagram Lives, constantly reaching out to people and DMing them, that's where you activate that 42%. And mm-hmm. that's where you make the money. So this idea of like, are people in your world or not? The people that are, you know, how you, you've got to constantly be giving them opportunities to buy. And what the, here's the, the crazy thing, is that there could be right now, of that story of 100 leads, there could be 15 of them right now that actually want to buy from you. Mm. They just don't know how. yeah. So you've got to be constantly giving people opportunities to buy. Yeah. This is how you can buy this. This is how you can buy that. Yeah. Right? So that is becoming a lot clearer now in terms of giving people opportunities to buy from you.
0: Yeah. So I like the idea of a world because it always makes me think of immersive Mm theatre, which I love. And I remember actually, I think there's a lot of ties between immersive Mm theatre and the way that, online businesses work today with automation because the way like let's say you use active campaign Mm -hmm. honestly I feel like the way you use active campaign is probably how you'd figure out how to stage an immersive show Mm -hmm. like if or behavior then Mm -hmm. this so yeah I like this idea of a world also I, I like um I can kind of picture something very tangible and I think of immersive theatre. It's something I love and really enjoy. And then if you can kind of like think of your business in that way of like, oh, I'm creating this really fun world. People have options. They have different things to do, but it's all guided. And you feel like looked after, not like they're going to hit the edge of the world. Like that's actually a really fun, creative thing to do for your business. It's a really nice way to look at it. And it's exciting. Um, Yeah, so I think one of the other things that we've been talking about a lot is what well, you said at the beginning when mentioning Legion about before maybe we had this view of like a funnel and like a, almost like a single entry point and a single exit point.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Whereas if you think about what a funnel actually looks like, it has a wide mm-hmm. entry point. And with that now, it's like we're seeing actually, like you said, it's actually a bit more, maybe more complicated than a single exit point. But yeah, definitely um, is. But you want to have loads of different ways that people can enter into the world. Mm-hmm. It's not just like one door, whether that's just ads or just your Instagram. And so I think initially starting the businesses, that was a little bit overwhelming and you're trying to just figure out one thing and you want that one thing to work and then you're like oh okay you're trying to figure out something else you feel like you're jumping ship and now it's nice to be at a point where my brain can fully like be like okay I need all of these doors to be mm-hmm. able to open and let people in yeah. and there will be different ways to enter into the world definitely and that's really important and yeah. you can see then that start to create a collective power mm-hmm. as well
1: yeah I think it's really important. i think I just think, yeah, let's not pretend let, let's not pretend like everyone is going to just follow the same pathway and go from not knowing you to knowing you a little bit, learning you more, knowing you a lot, and then buying like it's just not linear like that. It's not no, linear. I
0: think the funnel is a nice way to look at it because it's simple, mm-hmm. and of course, behaviors are much more intricate. But you could quite easily become overwhelmed. Whereas if you think of like a simple funnel system, that's quite a nice way to start. But within your own world, I guess this is kind of something I'm going to be focusing on going forward now. Of different journeys within the world and making them more bespoke for mm-hmm. people. I guess there's different pathways. And that's like the immersive nature. That's the fun bit of it. But then, yeah, there's different pathways you can go down
1: within yeah, that definitely. world. Yeah, exactly exactly cool
0: yeah so i feel like we've also with this uh, notion of or understanding of the importance of all these different doors into the world
1: mm-hmm.
0: kind of come back a little bit to realize maybe again how powerful and important social is mm-hmm. I feel like I'm rediscovering that for myself. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, I was like, okay, it's kind of going. It's kind of cool. I, it's, I keep it going along, but I've got ads going now. And actually, I'm kind of finding my social to be uh, like my most powerful avenue right now.
1: Yeah, completely. Yeah. It's massive. There's you know, no other way you can activate so many of your target clients and target customers in one place. Like, it's just crazy. hmm And now you've got quite a lot of, you know, you've got, what, 5,000, nearly 6,000 people on Instagram.
0: Yeah, just over 6,000.
1: Yeah, it's great. Like, it's a nice little pool of people to dive into. Yeah. You know?
0: The ads have been helping also, not necessarily directly with taking people to sale, but also to, uh, as another kind of uh, pathway into my social world into my Instagram so I think actually that's helping the organic yeah and then the organic is somewhere where I can constantly be like keeping the message alive keeping the you know what I'm doing alive. and that's like what you're saying is the ads in a way are not leading to the sale but they're just bringing people into my world
1: basically yeah that's an are a great way of getting people into your world for sure Mm-hmm. Not all of them, like a very, very small percentage of them are going to jump in and buy straight away from it.
0: That's how I'm viewing the ads right now. Mm. And I feel like I can actually quite directly see the results because as the social goes up, just not tons, but a little bit, a little bit, it's constantly kind of moving in the right direction. Yeah, it
1: means every every week you've got new people in your network who didn't know about you before. So every week you can run stories or posts talking about what you offer and every week you've got new potential buyers. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's exactly how it should go. It's a branding exercise as much as anything else. Yeah. So
0: what about you with social and different entry points into the world? Anything you'd like to add or you've been discovering recently? Not really.
1: We've got, we have plenty. We've got about six. I think we've got six lead sources now with Facebook ads, my Instagram account, um, LinkedIn. We've got a Facebook group. Um, our email list and there's one other I've forgotten but we basically got six nice emails oh no and appointment setters uh, who we're going to start with next next week so how many
0: of those are or um, like organic things or non-paid things
1: three well four including email yeah so email LinkedIn Instagram Facebook group yeah which
0: is really but instagram
1: instagram email and facebook group are all funded by people our ads pushing people into our world yeah so yeah it's all it's all held together by the ads as well
0: I just think that's really interesting because I don't think when we were starting that's how we saw our social like maybe it would be a bit of lead gen but also you, I think maybe more focused on how pro does it look mm-hmm. do what's my following like Whereas now it's nice to get to a point where it's like, oh, I fully understand how this fits into my business now.
1: Yeah, exactly. No, it's nice. And like, you know, as well, the other thing with, you know, when you're good on LinkedIn and if you post a lot on Instagram, it just adds credibility. So when people come into their world, into your world, and they see you're posting so regularly and the stuff you're posting makes sense. and There's some good ideas in there. It just makes that friction of when they want to, when you start talking to them, a lot less because they can see that you know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: Yeah, and it's actually a nice way to make sure that you're also living in your own world. Yeah. Because, you know, you're constantly engaging and checking in with whatever your area of interest is for your deliverables. Yeah. You're constantly, like this podcast, you're constantly engaged in it because you've yeah. got to constantly... Post, <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, no, completely. So, that's no, it's good. Um, I feel good. October looked like it wasn't going to be a great month, now it looks like it could be a good month. We'll see. Hoping that November and December are December last year was great, like, um, in terms of like getting leads into the business, January then was incredible, and February was incredible. So I think this is That a, was a
0: turning point for you. It
1: was huge. Yeah. I think this is a really really good time to be ramping up um, your marketing, your sales. This is a massive massive opportunity That's right now. It's a good
0: now. point because it's October. So and we everyone kind of knows that December January is a good sales time because mm. it's either Christmas you know gifts or it's new year what are my resolutions the
1: question the the marketing question is how are you going to make sure 2022 is the best year you've ever had yeah anyone that sells anything to anyone can ask their customers now how are you going to make sure 2022 is the best year you've ever had and hopefully if you've got something good to sell you're the answer right right but
0: uh so i was just going to say we all know that it's like a really important time but you're you're right it's october so rather than thinking oh i can do something for december last minute it's a good time to start like yeah 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 sowing those seeds build build ramping up to things like you said and it's it's nice i feel like maybe subconsciously i've been doing that a little bit well not subconsciously but i feel like in a good spot you've obviously probably more consciously been doing it
1: yeah Um, yeah we're definitely ready for q4 we've got we're launching a new front-end product which is a bit more expensive but much like there's so much good stuff in it we're we're doing more open nights so we are inviting people to our accelerator program um we're adding appointment setters into our mix as well uh we're going to do a clients by christmas webinar around the end of november um yeah we're ready for q4 it's gonna be good we're in q4 exactly but we're ready for the back end of q4 which is where we're not like, uh, you know, in the e-commerce... And by the way, if you're an e-commerce brand, like, you better have your Q4. Like, this is huge for you. Like, it's different if you're selling information products. But if you're if you're yeah. e-commerce, EQ 4 is absolutely ridiculously huge. So
0: I just want to jump in yeah. quickly. Because I really like the way that you're saying, like, Q4. Mm-hmm. And I've never been in a company like yours, and I've never used that language. Mm-hmm. i would never... Yeah, never have. But actually, what's really nice about it is that your three-month stint, your, your, it, nothing about it is last minute. Mm-hmm. You're, like, planning, you're giving yourself enough time to make it happen. Whereas I think my mindset in the past has been so, like, immediate. Just look towards the next two weeks, look towards the next month. Mm-hmm. And actually, by uh, splitting the year up into quarters, you're already, yeah like, priming yourself to have that forward-thinking view.
1: Definitely definitely well yeah I mean we have to because we're also with World Products we're an e-commerce agency so we know it's massive for our clients Q4 is huge but I think it's massive for coaches and service providers and consultants as well not everyone thinks about it but it is so yeah it's exciting exciting times
0: yes (laughs) (laughs) yes it is
1: you've got some sun cream there
0: I'm okay, sun cream on my face. It's not very sunny today, though. No. Um,
1: but yeah, so, but this yeah it's exciting. So next t- next week we'll know, like how the. How your course has gone? Yeah. What the completion rates are and stuff There's so many interesting stats that come out of that stuff. Yep. Um.
0: Honestly, I've got. I feel like there's a lot of ideas of things to be doing now mm-hmm. then there's been a definite pivot in my mind like you were saying last weekend was really good um even a little bit before that for me and it, you know like sometimes those things happen in a moment when you realize something isn't working i feel like i felt a part of my business wasn't working and yeah. therefore now i'm kind of looking at it in a different way and i feel like it's not just oh once this much happens it's like then this then this then this then this there's like so much yeah that needs to happen afterwards which is really nice because i feel like before with launches i've kind of seen that as a bit of an end goal yeah rather than part of a much bigger picture definitely so it's feeling good
1: good okay then final thought final thought um if you've got anything to sell uh make sure you've got a Q4 plan and make sure you're focusing on November and December because they're great times to sell things. Whether it's e-commerce, retail or Mm. service or info products, whatever it is, get your Q4 plan ready. Nice. What about
0: you? Uh, One, I probably need to do that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I think it's honestly just social media is really powerful and just to uh, oh, it's kind of an annoying thing saying that though, because when you start out, it's like really hard to get any traction, and you're like, How is this powerful? It's doing nothing, but when you do get even a little bit,
1: yeah,
0: of stuff, like it, it, it does make a difference. And when you start getting that engagement back, that is a huge, huge, huge motivator because mm-hmm. you don't feel it can be very easy to feel alone in your world, like you're just head. I'm definitely one of those people who can just hermit myself off. Like a little hermit crab. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And not kind of, I forget to kind of like engage Mm
1: -hmm.
0: outwardly. So, um, especially if you're working by yourself and you haven't got a team to have conversations with, like doing things on social where you are engaging with people is really powerful. And this is a little bit off off and another extra thing but i think this is really relevant and this is something you told me all to do you've been telling me for ages to do it i finally did it which is polls on your story Mm. and asking questions on your story oh my gosh it's so good because you're immediately you're getting that interaction you're saying oh people are engaging with things oh this is is a problem for people people are telling me what they're struggling with it's such a good way to start conversation and get to know your audience more and what they they're looking for so highly recommend that
1: totally just quick thing on social like yeah when if you start and you haven't got many followers and stuff like that honestly just work really hard and and get don't worry about the number just you know start chats with the people you are that start following you get that good engagement with them because um the beauty of Social does not happen in the amount of likes you have. It happens in the story views you have and how many of those you turn into conversations the amount of chats you have. That's the metric, basically. How many good conversations you can start in DMs with your target customers, not how many people are liking your stuff. Mm. So much more important. That metric, no one talks about how many chats are you starting every day. That is a, a really good metric to ch- to, uh, to follow. Interesting. Yeah. Let's go to Belém.
0: Bye,
1: everybody. See you guys next week, guys. <laughs> Bye.
0: Thanks for tuning in, guys.
1: Have a great week.